welcome to the NAESP Principal Podcast. My name is Rachel George, and I'm an educational leader in Oregon and also very honored to be an NAESP fellow. And my name is Adam Welcome. I'm an educator in California and also a fellow with my good friend Rachel in the Innovation Center for NAESP. And uh, we're super excited about our guest today. Oh, we really, really are. And it's another amazing individual that we have that we also met up with at Louisville at the National Conference this summer. And case in point, we're just excited to bring you the podcast so we can talk about real ideas with amazing principles, which we have one today to really, truly help make your leadership stronger, more innovative, and give you some great nuggets when it comes to just being a stellar leader. Yeah, no, 100%. So Rachel, I was telling the story before the show. I'm just going to retell it for the audience. It was the day before the conference was starting in Louisville. And I was walking through the hotel lobby at the Omni. If you need an awesome hotel to stay in in Louisville, the Omni was really, really nice right downtown. They had an awesome pool on the third floor. It was really cool. And I'm walking through and this uh, woman's in the um, lobby and she goes, are you Adam? Welcome. And I'm like, I am. And it turns out to be our guest, Nicole Boone. Uh, from Virginia. So we started chatting. I'm like, are you here for, are you here for the conference? And then I'm like, well, duh, if like somebody knows me and I'm in education, they were probably there for the conference and not just on a vacation with their family. Uh, but Nicole and I were just chatting and then we were uh, messaging on Twitter. I was like, come on the show. So everybody listening, go to Twitter, N Boone, two O's, and then with an E principal, N Boone principal, Nicole Boone principal from Virginia. Nicole, Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hey, so before we get started, um, what did you think about the conference, the NAESP conference in Louisville? Uh, Rachel and I are kind of still on a high from the conference and uh, just all the different events and and, uh, and sessions and also meeting, uh, meeting people like you. What was your overall thoughts? I mean, I thought it was a great experience. I look at any conference opportunity as an opportunity to learn and grow as an educator. And so with this particular conference, um, like I went to the one when it was in Philly and I got a lot of good nuggets that I can take back and like talk to my staff about and try to implement. And it was the same situation, um, same situation here with some family engagement um, sessions, which, you know, is something that I'm looking at with my school, went to some, some sessions about instruction and literacy. So, you know, a lot of good little nuggets of information that I could take back and, um, you know, process and see what it can look like in my school community. Yeah, I love that. I always tell people just expect to be exhausted, you know, like be up early, be up late, talk to as many people as you can, because I think really what you put into it, you are going to get out of it. So um, the school year is starting, you know, school year is not started as of right now as we're recording. But when this comes out, the school year may have already started for you, Nicole. What are you thinking about right now? as a principal and school starts for you in about a month. I mean, planning staff, kids, district stuff, just where's your brain and what are you thinking about? If you would have asked me two days ago, I would have said staffing um, <laughs> and hiring, um, but I'm actually in a good place right now with that. Um, so right now I'm really just thinking about like how we're going to get kids fired up and families fired up about being back to school in some sense of normalcy um, when they come back. So kind of getting, trying to get back that pre-pandemic energy, you know, how we're going to build that family engagement, how we're going to, you know, I always tell uh 
uh, my staff that the two, put first things first. And for us, it's relationships um, and, and instruction, really. Right. And so, like, how can we marry those two so that we can have a pretty dynamic school year? So right now I'm focusing on, you know, how we're going to make that happen, how we're going to bring kids back safely, bring families back into the school building and, and really create that partnership um, with them, you know, as well as all the other things that go into beginning of the year planning as a principal. So I'm curious, what have you landed on for some actionable steps in those areas? So um, I have one of the things I'm really excited about. So I, I work at a Title I school where uh, over 90 percent um, uh, free and reduced lunch lunch here. So um, just naturally with that with that dynamic, our community has a lot of needs. And so um, there's a school right down the street from us that we are partnering with to uh, have a family resource fair as well as just a fun activity. And I said really meeting them where they are in their community and providing them with some resources that um, they can they can use and and they can take and hopefully put into place immediately. So resources like dental, resources like, um, you know, uh, if they need uh, immigration information, things like that, things that they can truly, truly use um, in their in their lives rather than us telling them what they need and just giving it to them. So that's one of the things that I'm really excited about that we're planning for for this upcoming um, school year. Awesome. Thank you. That's a great idea. And I think many of our listeners could do the same or perhaps are in a community of like demographics that that would be an easy ad. All right. So you're thinking about those things headed into the year when the final school day arrives, which seems so far away, but we know it goes by in a blink. What are your top two things that you want to make sure that you have accomplished and how do you know that you hit them? That's a good question. A heavy question. The top two things, um, I think, so maybe I can give you one for sure, right? Um, I think that at the end of each year, I want, um, I want students and families and staff to feel as though we have truly welcomed them into our school community. So not just that they came and visited or they dropped something off or they did a field day, but truly that their voice was valued um, and that they can see tangible things of what they have recommended or suggested or provided feedback about implemented in the school building. So whatever that might be, they can see that we didn't just take their take a some survey information from them and do nothing with it, but that we've taken their input and we've done something with it. So I think that if if we can show our students that if at the end of the day our students leave here and they say they leave at the end of the school year and they say, man, I can't wait to come back next year, right? Or I can't, I don't even want to leave this year. You know, I, I had a great experience here. If our families leave here and they say, man, I felt really wel- welcomed in that building. I would like all my children to go through um, that school. And if our staff members are like, man, we had an awesome year. I, I don't want to go any- anywhere else. I'm stressed. But you know what? Laburnum is the place to be. I'd be happy. I'd be happy. Yeah. I mean, that sense of belonging, Nicole, you're just, you hit it right on the head. I mean, I was not uh, a really 
a big watcher of the movie, uh, sorry, of the show uh, Cheers, but their, but their theme song really rings true. You know, you want to go where everybody knows your name and, right. you know, families want to go where the school knows their name. They know who they are. Maybe they know something about their culture or their ethnicity or whatever that might be. And of course, you're just going to build a stronger community with that. Nicole, how do you handle stressful situations as a principal? Let's say there's like 10 things happening at once at your school. And maybe three of those things are pretty high level and pretty intense. Uh, how do you kind of work through them all? Well, I think for me, first, it just starts with having um, a strong team of folks um, um, around me. And so I have a really good ASP and I just hired a, a new administrative staff, but building capacity with them. Like I, I, I firmly believe that if I'm not here, the building should still be able to run. And so if we have a lot going on, I just delegate to people who can support, prioritize what needs to be addressed immediately and then go from there and then pull in all those individuals who might need to be pulled into the conversation so that they can help me navigate whatever, it, whatever it might be. And I think ultimately, um, the, one of the biggest things is for me to stay calm in those situations, because if I'm panicking, then everybody else is going to panic. So I have to maintain that level of calmness so they can see, oh, if she's got it, we've got it and we can do it. Love it. All right. So thinking about people that believe in you, um, who is the first person that believed in you as a school leader? And then I have a follow up. So just be prepared. Okay. Um, as a school leader, I would probably say um, my first my first principal, who I was an assistant principal under. Yeah, her. And how did she? How did she convey that? How did you know? Well, I happen to be working in her building as a coordinator of another program. And so when the um, AP position became available, she kind of just, she tapped me and said, hey, this might be something that you're interested um, in considering. And so I hadn't really, you know, I, I didn't go to school to be an educator. I actually had dreams of being an attorney. So I went to law school for a little bit and I was like, ooh, I don't think so. This is not for me. And so I took a little time <laughs> off and uh, I actually worked at a methadone clinic for a little bit, which is a fun fact. <laughs> and then I got into a teaching fellows program. And so I didn't really like I was like, I love being in the classroom. I love being with kids. And I could have done that forever. Right. And um, when I went to the program where she was and she tapped me, it wasn't really something I, ha I had thought about it. I had thought about, um, I just thought I'd be in the classroom. And so when she tapped me, I considered it and I interviewed and I got the job. And so she just poured into me as a leader, like she's a dynamic principal. And so she, that shared leadership, she's the model of that. There was nothing like I, by title, I was assistant principal, but if she left that building, she knew that I was going to hold it down. Um, and I could only do that because she modeled that for me and she believed in me. Like she really poured into me that I could do the job. I love that. And thank you for giving that great example of female leaders, lifting up other female leaders. So my follow-up is how are you paying that forward and also elevating that female voice? Um, I wrote the book, She Leads with a Dear Friend of Mine, Miley Stolen, and, and we talk about this same thing and how it's just so important. So what are you doing to help fuel that pipeline? 
so honestly, the same things that she's done done for me. So I I have a female assistant principal who um who works with me. So I have that same mentality. There's nothing that I'm going to do nothing that I'm going to ask her to do that I wouldn't do. And so I trust that I can leave this building and that she would be um, that she'd be able to to run it. And I also have some folks in my building who are um, who are in administrative programs. So tapping into them um, to to lead different things within the building so that they so that they can grow as leaders as well. Um, and then also, like it starts really low level, too. Right. And I, I don't want to use the term low level because teachers are not low level, but even at the, at the classroom level, right. Or interview level, if I interview somebody and they're not as polished in their interview, I'll follow up with a phone call and say, Hey, let's talk about this and what you can do to, to kind of ensure when you're at the table next time that you deliver on what you're trying to deliver on. So I have no problem offering that feedback because people have done that for me. Um, And I know that sometimes not everybody is willing to offer that feedback to, to others. So just, giving them, giving others feedback, giving them opportunities to shine in their leadership, even when they may not think that they are going, that, are, that they have that leadership ability, but you see something in them. So just tapping them like, Hey girl, you got this. Come on, <laughs> come on to this table. So I Rachel, I love this podcast for so many reasons, but we just find out so many little stories about people, law school, methadone clinic. We just interviewed somebody who grew up in the Middle East and now lives on a dairy farm. There's just so many little stories um, with people. I love it. And uh, I was waiting for you, Rachel, to shout out your book, She Leads with Miley's Tolan. And I'm so glad you did, because if you hadn't, I would have everybody should go to Amazon type in She Leads. It's a really, really, really awesome read. It is not just for women. It is for males as well, too. Um, I read an early copy. It's just, uh, it's awesome. Nicole, we have seen on social media, so many new principals out there starting their jobs. Like, Hey, I got exciting news, all these things, you know, and they took over July 1st and they're kind of getting ready. What is your best leadership advice to all those new leaders out there? Hmm. So I think, um, let me see, what advice would I would have want somebody to give to to me? I I think, okay. So I think one, be your authentic self, right? Um, And I say that because when I'm, during my first year of being a principal, I don't feel like I was as authentic to who I am as an individual. And so then it it just kind of, it didn't allow me to be my best self in the role, right? And so I would make decisions that weren't necessarily the what I would have done if I was being authentic to myself and the impact was on students, was on staff. And then I think it just created some situations that could have been avoided. So definitely show up being your authentic self while also, you know, being empathetic to others and, you know, all those things that you need to be to be a good leader and connect with your your staff, but also not sacrificing just so much of yourself that it's painful to go into work every day, right? Um, The other thing I would say is to find your tribe. Like, I think that's critical. You got to find your tribe of folks that you can connect with and 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 process things through and talk through um because without like you mentioned it earlier it's lonely <laughs> it's lonely in this this principle in this principalship because you don't it's different being it's even different being an assistant principal in a school building versus being a principal so you need your group of people that you can connect with 
talk to when you have those stressful days, bounce ideas off of. So I would say be your authentic self and then also make sure that you have your tribal folks that you can connect with and um, and and just build relationships with. Nicole Boone, I'm so glad that you stopped me in the hotel lobby in Louisville because Rachel and I have had so much fun talking with you. N Boone with an E principal in Virginia. So much wisdom and knowledge. I'm going to want you to come back on the show like again <laughs> to go a little bit deeper just with some things because I just love how you think so globally about your school and about the people around you and just fostering that next batch of of leaders is just uh it's just so vital to just uh to bring those people along nicole thanks for coming on the show we appreciate your time and all that you do everybody listening we hope that you have an absolutely amazing day 